People of the internet, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And I don't know if you know about yesterday's conversation, but uh, it was a doozy. You go back and listen to the podcast from yesterday or the conversation from yesterday is what I would like to call it. Then you will understand that I will. I, I took major shots at the education system. And taking those shots, my goal was to first express why we have this problem and then discuss what I wanted to do to fix it, or at least what personally I wanted to do to fix it. I also made a conversational point in that conversation that I was not going to attack directly the school system so all of the people who work for or are connected to same can relax. Rather, I want to create an alternative source for those people who need these things but just don't want to go down there because let's be honest, the school system just sucks for some people. I think it's a valid point that we can all agree on that there are just some people in our society, young and old alike, who need educational services but the school just can't help. So with that, I believe you have come to the right place. I believe the plan of EDB will be a great tool to help those who need it. Today on the pod, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to do it or what I'm going to do, what things I'm going to focus on, how I believe these things that I'm going to focus on are going to be beneficial to you. Be ready for that conversation. Go awesome sauce. I wish I could hear you, but I guess I can't. So, you know, we're going to have to go ahead and just take your word for it. Okay, cool. So I was thinking about how I wanted to do this or how I wanted to break this down because I really want to give you the feel of what you can expect as we move forward. I'm guessing right now is a great time to start here in what I would like to call economics class. I am of the belief that there is nothing in this world that can happen or will happen if your personal economics and professional economics is screwed. So I would like to let you know that we're going to work on another name instead of calling this class because I don't want you to get to feel like you're in school because that's kind of obnoxious. Rather, I hope you will come to understand that this is just a tool for you to build yourself, better yourself, ultimately giving you what you need to become a gooder and better, a gooder. That's that. Yeah, we need to talk about English class. A better citizen of this society. Only did we talk about gooder. That, was part, that whole sentence was just screwed. Oh, God. Dude, do we have English in this thing? Oh, Jesus. In this section, we're going to focus on a lot of things from time management to scheduling to relationships, self-discipline. We're also going to talk about it from a business perspective. Target thoughts is going to be stocks, bonds, entrepreneurship, venture capitalists, what businesses are doing, what businesses are out there. All these things are going to be talked about in this little section right here. What jobs should we look for? What jobs are available to us? What our skills are and how we can connect to things that are already in existence or even how we can make our own ideas become a reality and finance them. Be surprised how many people have dreams, goals, great ideas, hobbies, if you will, that they are not capitalizing on. Hobbies that are literally making others millions upon millions of dollars, but we just sit here and use them as a little side toy because we don't really know that. Brings me to the conversation of what I was talking about, turning your hobbies into an entrepreneurship. There's a lot of conversations that are happening now. Many of the world is missing because of what I just said that I don't really feel like repeating because we don't need to repeat things because that's what makes it sound like school and makes it boring. I do want to present you with this fun, interesting fact that you may or may not know. Any of you taking into consideration how the stock market recovered in the 2007 bubble? Bubble bursting or recession. The Great Recession is what we are calling 
it these days. And to be honest, what they called it those days too. So I mean, you know, it's, 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 I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Reason why the economy grew was because we had people investing in themselves. We had people who were using what we call human ingenuity. They were taking the opportunities presented to them and they using them to their advantage. But what do I mean by that? That is kind of confusing. Let me explain. Those folks during that time lost their jobs, but they realized they had a stove. They realized they had cake mix. They realized they had eggs, butter, and sugar, and they just made cakes and start selling them mother truckers. Others lost their job and realized same, like I talked about with the cake, the butter, and the mix, and they might not have sold them, but they realized they can make YouTube videos and poof, there we go. YouTube is paying me money. I got a job. Not only that, but in that time area, the 2007 to 2010 era, the blog took off so you know we either selling the cakes because we made them we're making them put them on YouTube because we videoed them or we taking pictures putting them on the Instagram or on blogs that people are going to now Google's giving me a check <laughs> I got a job there was a thing called blogger I had blogger or blog spot they was paying people to do their thing but I'm telling you this was a thing ultimately you understand or I would hope you would understand that this is where the content creator or social media influencer came from during the era of a recession where nobody else could go anywhere to work, so they just stayed at home. Now, granted, I'm not trying to push everybody into that world because everybody and their mama has already entered it. Ultimately, will cause another recession of some kind because you have too many people trying to flood one system and that's going to cause that to burst. There are other alternatives that nobody's paying attention to and I think that those are the things that we should talk about, which is the reason why personal and professional economics is a uh-huh, yeah, you know what, that's so cool. I mean, you're teaching him that in school. And if he does, you need to go back to class because he's awesome sauce. I'm just saying. Also, shout out to the she's. There are she's in school. I'm sorry for I don't want you to feel like you were neglected there. Actually, just to be truthful. True story. Right here, right here. Me to you. I'm just trying to tell you. All my best teachers were women. I'm just saying. God love them. I did, y'all. Lovely Miss Austin. If it weren't for her, I wouldn't have got through math class. We're never gonna by the way, we're never gonna talk math in here because I don't want to fail you. Not that this is graded, but if I ever try to teach you math, I will fail you as a person. So I no, 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 no. Next in our economic session, we're gonna be looking at the stock market, how we can enter into to it, invest into it, think about investing into it. All these different things, right? Chair, I am of the firm belief that we cannot talk about being a proper citizen of this society if we're not having a stake in same. It is more than just giving your money to the Taco Bell man at the counter. It's giving your money to the Taco Bell man in his pocket of stocks. Yes, it is true. As a customer, you have a say in what companies do or don't do. But as an owner, you can really go, oh, no, honey, no, honey, no. Finally, the conversation about stock market comes from twofold. Either we're talking about building a profile that you can use as you grow old. We're having a conversation about building a profile that you can use and, and you know, as, as you know, there are people who do uh, stocks for a living. It's called day trading and they, they literally make their salary off of the stock market. It is, it is a thing. Next, before I run out of time today, I want to talk about personal economics. I haven't focused on that a lot because that is really the key to all the other things in your professional life happening. Very important that we understand that if we are not conscious of what we are doing with our day and where we're putting our time and our energy, then we are destined to fail. There are 24 hours in a day and I'm of the firm belief that 10% of that time needs to be dedicated to you some way, somehow. I can hear you right now screaming at your phone, your tablet or whatever else you're listening to. You know, you could be listening to this on TV. They're actually, you know, Apple got, you know, go ahead Apple, you're doing your thing. I hear you screaming like, where am I going to find 10% in my 24? Wait, that, that's two hours and 40 minutes. Where am I going to find that boy? That's a very good question and we're going to talk about scheduling. We're going to talk about about self-discipline. We're going to talk about relationships and how all of those three correlate so that you can have that two hours and 40 minutes. You need to better yourself. Okay, I hear you, but
but I still don't understand how this scheduling thing works. Well, it's pretty simple. Scheduling your day really thinks about everything that you have to do in the course of a day. Breaks it down and analyzes and it says, look, can I or what I can or what I should not or what I do not have to do right now in this very moment. And there are some things you can put off for tomorrow. That is not a bad thing. Just look at it, you analyze it, you say, you know what? This is a good thing, but I don't have to focus on this today. This is something that I can focus on tomorrow and I can do this right here. You will be amazed how much in your day you focus on that you really did not have to focus on. Conversations you really did not have to have with people that you really did not want to have them with. I know this is gonna make you feel some type of way, but when your boo calls, you'll be like, yo, let's go out to lunch. It's just me and you. We're gonna, no, uh-uh, it ain't on the schedule, boo. What about being sporadic and spontaneous? That screws up your productivity, but I'm not saying that it's not a bad thing sometimes, but doing it all the time is definitely a bad thing. So that's what we're gonna work on as we move further into our economics. All right, we're gonna bring this section to a close. We're gonna take a break one minute, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about the next point. Before we begin the conversation of where we're going, we have to first stop and talk about where we've been. And that is the reason why history is extremely important. I don't know how much you pay attention, but if you really take the time to realize history class is one of the subjects that most people try to tiptoe over. The true form of history, the true intent of history, the true dissection of history is not discussed because if it ever is, we as a people will find ourselves doing things and saying things and believing things and even pushing towards things that we probably would have never done because our history then give us the concepts and the confidence to do so. I also want to let you know that there is a lot of history going on in this world. There are a lot of people groups in this world and according to an article I read, there's a lot of genders in this world. I really don't want to talk about that. Maybe we'll get to that science class. That'll be so fun. With all these different people groups, with all these different agendas, with all these different genders as we've just discovered. Again, I'm looking forward to that because I don't know what the hell that is. Nearly impossible for me or any one particular group of people to be able to truly understand everything and be able to grasp saying. I know this is going to be a conversation that many people hate and the school system cannot do because, you know, there are laws against this kind of thing. In the school of EDB, we don't have to really follow by those laws. As a matter of fact, I don't wish to follow by those laws because I would like for other people to consider doing these types of things like I'm doing in their own time frame, language, and uh, apparently gender. God, I can't wait for that subject. So history class around these parts are going to center around African-American history, Western civilizational history, and historical acts that connect to those two. We'll say that we will talk white American history or European history. And the reason why we're going to talk white American history and European history, because you can't really talk about black history without talking about white European history. But before the white people get upset, I would like for you to understand that we are not going to look at history from a white perspective, from the slave owners and masters and all those different types of people, you know, the Jim Crow's of the world. We're going to focus on the people who align themselves with blacks. You know the allies? Yeah, okay, those people. Showcasing what 
people have and are able to accomplish when they are able to work together on the same team for a common goal. Make no mistake about it, my goal is to empower African American people and those who claim to say. I hear you sitting here asking the question as a white woman or a white male, that, that is a thing, I, I, I hope so. Is, is that part of the hundred and some odd genders? We Okay, cool, we'll talk about that later. You wonder why I'm keeping cracking jokes about that because apparently that is historical and I, I mean, I, I, oh God, I can't wait for science class. Here's the question that you're asking as a white person, as a Muslim, as a German, as some other ethnicity other than black. How does this apply to me? Again, my hope that this project that I am doing will inspire other persons to take on same and then maybe we'll have a German history class. I, I would love to be a part of that. But I hope that when you're listening to this, you are hearing the accomplishments of African-American people. You're hearing their successes. You're hearing the successes of white people. You're even hearing the successes of Germans and Muslims and all those people who connected to same. I'm of the belief that Germans and Muslims and blacks and whites and greens and yellows all at some point had some type of connection. We just don't know it because ain't nobody ever talked about this shit, isn't it? But we're going to talk about black politics. We're going to talk about blacks from the spiritual perspective. We're going to break down the African-American church, its popularity, its power, its political stances. Hey, all, all that good stuff. All that good stuff right up in there. All that good stuff. On that, we're going to do something that I can promise you most folks have never discussed in their life, and that is the black dollar. That's right. We're going to bring up Black Wall Street because I believe that this is going to be a key factor in making sure that you are able to be successful in the economics portion of our conversation. But other than the black dollar, we're going to talk about black culture from an entertainment perspective, from a creative perspective, and even focus on how we can better our creative and artistic and entertainment perspective based upon what we have seen and have heard and experienced from that yonder. I do want to say that even though I mentioned earlier, we're not going to talk about white people from a bad perspective, we do have to go into the bad parts of white people, specifically talking about the things like Jim Crow and the uh, Willie Lynch theory. Because it is my personal belief that these two right here are the main reasons why African-American people were not only held down, put down, kept down, but are still down. Before you go, all those things were like overlapping, held down, put down, kept down, and still down. It, it, I, I, I know, trust me, it, but it, mm. We're also gonna dive a lot into military history because I don't really know if you recognize it, but African-American culture and the military are literally one and the same. Matter of fact, the only thing back in the day that an African-American could do to become successful was join the army or some other branch of the service. Even when an African-American would get locked up or arrested or uh, tried for some type of crime, he might not have went to jail. He might have even got locked up, but his alternative was, hey bro, the military, right over there, army, Marines, Navy, which one you want. So it's a very key point that we focus on African-Americans contribution, like the Tuskegee Airmen, most people know about that, but then again, we're coming to a generation that probably does not. It's okay with you. We're going to take our precious time and dive into that awesome sauce. I knew you were going to say awesome sauce. Man, it makes me feel so good about myself. But now, I know you're asking yourself another question, okay? Does that mean you're going to be requiring us to read textbooks and all this other good stuff? I mean, um, uh, the, the, the answers are mostly in books, so yeah. There's no need to worry. You don't have to go out and buy books or what have you unless you really want to because most of the information is going to become... It's going to, it's going to become, Lord have mercy. No, there will not be English class here because I, I would most certainly desecrate the stinking language. As I was trying to say, most of my information is going to be coming from Google, so you can just go down into the show notes and, you know, poof, there it is. Next question I do want to bring up, because I know you're thinking it like, does it mean we got to do homework? Um, oh God, Jesus. You're, you're not going to grow if you don't study. That, that's just, I, I can present you the information, but if you don't take the time to study it, then, um, mm, let me, let me stop scratching my head. They're going to get it. It's going to be okay. Calm down. It's, it's, it's going to work out. 
this is a good thing. My is it might have a hiccup or two, but it's, it's going to be a good thing. We're going to make this work. So yes, that is going to be the second portion of our opportunity to communicate and to discuss, to conversate, and to hopefully grow. And unlike the economics portion above, because that's going to be personal, this one right here is more communal. You're going to have any type of conversation with other people. I would hope that it is surrounded by history. Personal and professional economics is uh is centered in the first word, a uh, personal, which means it's none of our god doggone business. My goal there is to present you the facts and just leave you to it by yourself. But in this one, it's like we really want to have dialogue and exchange information. You're going to hear me a lot in this particular part of our conversation, reaching out to you, asking you to really put your input in because we really want to start a conversation. I'm dead serious. And with that, we're going to bring this part to a close. Man, it's so much fun when you hear me. You, you, the time just flies. But we're going to take longer than a one minute break because I've been talking to you about 15 minutes. So go refresh your drink, go to the bathroom, check the mail, make sure your porn videos haven't uploaded yet. Whatever you got to do, we'll be back here in a second.
hope you're having fun so far. Uh, I would like to let you know that um, we are going into the third part of our day, which is, you know, completely awesome sauce. Sitting like, hell, that was a major announcement. But as we've been doing our conversations, you've been noticing that there's a pattern here. We talked about personal and professional economics. That's the first part. And I said that that is the key to our success. I told you that nothing happens in our world without going through economics. As they always say, you've heard it. I've heard it. I'm sure everybody in the world by now has heard it. Money makes the world go round. In order for us to have a successful financial system, we have to understand how it works. And that's why we're talking about in step number one. Before we can have a financial system that is solvent, we first have to have people who are introduced to it and who are being creative and who are contributing to it. All that makes sense. At least in my head, it does. I'm sorry if it doesn't in yours. Maybe by the end of this, we'll work on it. But 2075, you think of them. Yeah, we'll be done by then. Hell, Jimmy Carter is still living and he's teaching. What is he, like 1,010 by now? I mean, you know, I'm by 2075, I'll be like, what, 1,002? Yeah, yeah, I'll still do it. Mm -hmm. I was saying, you cannot properly contribute until you creatively understand not only what is going on, but who you are and how you fit. So that's where history comes in. We have to take time to dive into our history, not only our history, but all the other histories that connect to us. Once we understand how the market works, once we understand how we can contribute to the market, once we understand the history, then we can have this conversation right here and talk about civic engagement. Most of you may or may not be connected to the civic system of your community. I know for a fact that a lot of people are not connected to mine. The last mayor election, which was four years ago, we had a mayor who won by 15,000 votes. His next opponent had, uh, what, 8,000 and a third at seven? So eight and seven is 15 and 15, that's 30,000 people. Yeah, okay. Mm. You said EDB, that's a lot of people. Sure it is. It's a, a gigantic amount of people. You know, churches the size of West Angeles, the Potter, house. Uh, even Joel Osteen got about that many people in their church. Okay, cool. 30,000 people is a lot to go out and vote for a mayor. 30,000 people is a tremendous, a tremendous number. Yeah, but out of 245,700 and some odd people, I'd rather have to go in. I, I, I should have stopped when I, I was stumbling. I should have stopped. One of it is, there's nearly 300,000 people who live in this town and 30,000 people out of nearly 300,000, that's only 10% that are civically active. The other scary thing that I can personally attest to or personally commit to or personally be honest with, whatever I just, I just personal with it. In the last mayor election, actually that was the second time that we voted for a mayor because before that the mayor was selected by the council. So in electing the mayor, I just literally went down and voted for it because the man was a Negro. I couldn't tell you one thing he was talking about. He went down there to the house of prayer, sits over there on the corner of church and uh, what's that? Virginia? No, Princess Anne Road. Are you over there in Rome and they're like, a church? Princess Anne? What is that? I don't know. Hey Siri, what is church in Princess Anne? Uh, yeah, wait, wait oh, oh God, she's really gonna answer. Oh my Lord. Uh, told you. Okay. On the web for what is Charles, your president of John Wick. Check it out. That is not what I asked for. The point that I was trying to make is that he went down to the house to pray. He preached this wonderful sermon on Nehemiah about standing on the wall and I'm not coming down. You can read it in the book. It's in that the book, the good book. You can read yes yeah, there. We enjoyed some day old grits and stale biscuits and he went on out the back door. Next time I met or even heard of the man, I should say heard of the man because he, you know, he was in the other neighborhood at the Marriott. You know, that's not my community. He was talking about bringing the whites and the blacks together. And last time I checked, he was just over there with the whites and the blacks. I guess they came along. I don't really know. No. Point of he's been mayor now for literally four years. Next two months from now, we're going to vote to re-elect him. 
and I still have no idea who this man is or what he has accomplished. And you said, well, why did you say re-elect him? If you don't know who he is, why would you go to vote to re-elect him? Well, it's simple. He doesn't have an opponent, so he's automatically going to get a job back. That's some kind of way we can convince like another 30,000 people to go in and vote for Donald Duck. And then, um, well, that, I mean, you know, it, it'll be a laughing stock, but you know, Donald Duck can't really come here and become the mayor, so he, he's going to get re-elected. Our focus in this section is to break down our local governments. Most of us pay attention to what Donald Trump is doing. I can almost guarantee you there's not a place on this earth that does not know who he is and what he has done. But those people who know who Donald is and what he has done have no idea who their mayors are, have no idea who their council members are, have no idea who their school board members are. They don't know how to call who to call if they got a rat running down. I'm telling you, you got a rat outside. Who you call? You don't even know. Man, don't look at me like that. You, you, I don't know why you're trying to be phony. He ain't nobody here but me and you. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. You know you're going to look for the phone. You know your happy self. Gonna go right now, look up Google and try to find Ghostbusters. Don't look at me like that. In our connection, we're going to try to figure out and understand how our system works, who are the people in charge, name them by name, and even, yes, you know what? I'm, I'm dare I say, we're going to try to get them to come and talk to us. I know that is a shocking event, but we're, we're going to try to make it happen. Something else is very fascinating. When I was in school, we had to learn something called uh, the 50 states, you know? Um, Those of you who are listening to this who might be international, there are more than Los Angeles. That is actually a city. That's not a state, but most will think it is. New York, again, that's a city, not a state, but you know, again, who told you? There's about a hundred some thousand square foot outside of New York City. It's the other part of New York State, okay? There's city and state, but we're, it's okay. But when I was in school back in my day, we had to know all the 50 states, what the, what the capitals were and everything. Like the capital of New York is Albany, the capital of, of, of Virginia is Richmond. See, I'm rusty. I can't even remember. We're going to try to break down also how our states run, how my state run. I'm going to use Norfolk, my city, and my state as a guinea pig for this project. Hopefully getting our governor and legislators, you know, people who represent me. Hi, Jay Jones. How are you? It's nice to see you. You you, you want a beer? I mean, I, I, I'm buying. Unless you want that hot fluted beer, then I'm like, hey, man, you, you go ahead and expense that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sitting over here in the corner. You know, stay true. It's all you, bro. Stay true. It's all you. Outside of our state and local leaders, we also have to talk about our state and local educators, which is one of the reasons why I did not want to piss off the school board with this project. Because I'm going to need them. You know, we got a new superintendent down yonder. She doesn't know me yet. She doesn't know Norfolk yet. I might be able to get in before they realize who I is. Got to break down political parties, who actually runs this town. Y'all been thinking it's the mayor and the governor and the state legislators just sit there and do whatever those two want. It's like, no, boo, no, no, boo, no, boo. All that's going to go down this section right here, which I'm looking forward to. And then it's also another part that I encourage participation. So you're going to hear me invite you to strongly not only get involved in our conversations here, but take it and get involved in your local area. I think that's a good uh, overview or introduction of what we spend to do in this little section right here. So we're going to go ahead and take a minute break because I need to breathe and I'm sure you do too. And we'll be back for our last section of the day. Can I get a whoop, 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 whoop for the last whoop, whoop because you're tired. Whoop, whoop, uh-huh, whoop, whoop. Go ahead, whoop, whoop. Oh, God, I'm tired. Let me go sit down.
right, my little cheerings, we are ready for the fourth and final part of the day. In case you have not figured it out yet, these are going to be in parts of four each and every weekday. Just go ahead and let you know right now that they will be a lot longer than this because, um, as I told you earlier, we're going to talk about how we can incorporate 10% of our day into education. Don't worry, we'll explain all that a little bit later on because now we have to get to our fourth part of the day, which is the four of eight that we're going to actually discuss and we'll talk about the other four tomorrow so i'll just go ahead and put that in there our fourth piece of today is going to be literature and i'm going to tell you how this connects right about yeah 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 okay cool let me let me go ahead and tell you i already heard the wheels are spinning like i wait first you said you weren't going to talk english i'm not going to talk english i, I will butcher that language i'm not I, the english language i i i mm, it, Mm, I would desecrate it. I, I, mm. But I want to go back to the history piece where I told you about discussing black history and more importantly, discussing black culture. Even though there is a lot of history involved in that, I literally believe that black culture is so massive that you can't even do that justice in one conversation. Not to mention Western culture and other cultures that connect to African American. It's a lot of things that we just can't do in a history class. If you don't like using that word class because it makes it sound boring. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna refer we're gonna work on something different. Please forgive me. Have patience, okay? Even though we're not gonna talk lit or English, should I say, we are gonna talk literature. Yes, that's what I wanna say. Now your greatest fear will become a reality because you asked me during the history portion of our day, were we going to have to get books? And I said, not really, because all of the things that we're gonna use is gonna be via Google, it's gonna be put down in the show notes, but in this section. <laughs> Them books are definitely required. The goal is, is for us to read one book a month and then take time to dissect it, which all of these books are going to probably be on Amazon, or if not, you can get them somewhere on Kindle, or you can get them on Apple Books. You know, they got a lot of them out there. Just, just go search the internet. I'm sure you're going to find it. But also connected to our reading of individual books, we're going to start reading the holy book, the holy Bible, more specifically the first five books because I feel that you can't really talk about African American history without talking about those books. Many will argue that black people and the first five groups, or should I say the first five books which talk about the children of Israel, which talk about Hebrews. Hebrews meaning the people, not the coffee, and the first five books, not the first five people. I gotta correct that because there was like 12 tribes and these was tribes. Never mind. We're gonna get to that down the road. Don't worry. Calm your nerves. If you study the first five books of the Bible, you understand that there are concepts Concepts like slavery and persecution, all those other things, which is really a common factor as it pertains to black people. Then we get into Exodus, which goes all the way into Joshua, which we have to talk about because literally the people of Israel left Egypt and went through the Red Sea, which led them into Africa. Seeing as we are called African-Americans, which is because we were bought from Africans, which means we were in Africa, which means that there has to be a connection to Egypt and... and mm, you see, you like it already. Go ahead and break it down to you right now because you're probably wondering, well, what books are we going to discuss? It's going to be, or discuss. It's going to be discussed. Slow this down, boy, and get your words right. See, this is why I can't teach English. Lord, have mercy. Books that we're going to look at are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Those are the first five known as the pink twos. No, not pink two. That's the penis. Penitus. Oh, God. I, see. 
I really do need to read the Bible because I'm thinking about penises. Which those five books known as the Pentateuch were written by Moses, who was the original leader of the children of Israel. Everybody know that as we like to call ourselves the Black Moses. Some of us like to do that. At least I know one or two that like to do that. And, and never mind. After that, we're going to go into Joshua and Judges. Joshua being the successor to Moses and Judges being how the world, should I say how the children of Israel was set up from the original black structure? Because, you know, we, we do believe that these people were black. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, I, I understand. And then we want to conclude our section with two ladies and Ruth and Esther because, you know, we got to get the girls in there. You know what I'm saying? I want this to feel like a sausage fest because then I'll be over here talking about Pentateuch again. Hell, the one time I want to crack a joke, I actually get it right. The one time I want to say a word wrong, I get it right. I wanted to say Pentateuch. No, I didn't want to say Pentateuch. I wanted to say Pentateuch. I want to talk about penises. I, I just, I, you know what? I, I, I quit. I, I, mm. I, you over there laughing. I don't understand why. You're supposed to be in class and you, you're supposed to act like this in class. Anyway, the first book that we're going to start with is Genesis. I said that we're going to do them in order, but not necessarily in chronological order as it pertains to our readings. And we're going to do Genesis. Then we're going to skip over to another book. And then we're going to come back and do Exodus and skip over to another book and then come back and do you get the picture. Okay, cool. The reason why I wanted to do the Bible first was because I wanted to give you time to potentially go out and find the next book. And you really don't have to buy the Bible if you don't have one because that is on the internet. Yeah, see how many see how many streets trying to save you some money? See, I like you. We'll go ahead and tell you that the next book is going to be by Daniel V. Muir Jr. It's called The Dung Beetles of Livia, a novel based on true events. You can find that on Amazon or wherever. You got some time because you know it's going it's going to take us a while to get through Genesis. By then you can get to the stock market, make you a couple dollars, and you can take that and go buy your books with it. You know what I mean? I mean you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful that we're going to get something done that's positive. And you, you, come on, now, you get think positive, baby. Think positive. Now we'll tell you that we are in class or and we're not using that term jesus i gotta i'm sorry in this particular section every single day we're actually doing this like if you I, for all of you who have been to school in the last five years you will understand a thing called block systems that means you have eight classes but four of them are on each day so you got the odd days and the even days and that's how we're going to work this out every other week they're going to flip so that we can make sure it's, it's going to be very confusing for you but it's going to be awesome sauce if you're keeping up with this from the content perspective because it's always going to be fresh talk about that down the road i wanted to mention that because when we do these readings, it's going to be very important that we're going to do like one or two, maybe even three chapters in one day. So we're going to be going through them. Goal of you taking time by yourself, go through and read this material so that you'll be ready when we get together for these little corporate sessions right up in here. And know that these conversations in this area, when you listen to this part of our little conversation, they're only going to be the overview of what we already read. We're not going to read in our time here because it's for us to get through this as fast as possible. And we want to make sure that we're summarizing what we read so you can spend time in case you don't understand something you can go back and do your own research we can come back together and then even if i need to explain something further i can do that and we don't have to stop reading and it is a thing and with that i think we can go ahead and call this a day uh yeah i hope you are as excited about this as i am and, and i'm looking forward to what we're going to be doing as we move forward so you know awesome sauce awesome sauce So we go ahead and wrap this up. I want to uh, explain something to you that you might have noticed. Each section of our podcast was broken down into seven minutes a piece. I want you to not get too alarmed, but that is literally what I call a half day session. Because the truth of the matter is there is absolutely no way that we can truly be able to have these conversations if we're doing them in uh, seven minutes. This is it's just too much. I would like to let you know that 
this conversation will literally be for those who are about it, about it. Starting Monday morning, each section is going to be 28 minutes long, or should I say starting Monday afternoon, because these will come out at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we can start, yeah, we can start talking about this on Monday morning, because you're going to hear me tweeting about things and connecting with you via the internet, whether it's on Instagram, at Eric Deshaun Barrett, or on Twitter, at Eric D. Barrett, or on Facebook, at Eric D. Barrett, you know, it, it, there, there's going to be a thing. Def, there's definitely going to be a thing. I'm going to explain that further on Friday's episode, so there will be the two days of these uh, short podcasts as we head into, or should I say, prepare for what we're going to do. I'm doing the explaining, and then Monday morning, we're going to get about it, about it. So tomorrow's episode, I'm going to break down the other four sections we're going to be talking about, feel what I'm saying. Then on Friday, I'm going to break down times and logistics and how all this is going to work out starting for it so we can be ready to be about it, about it on Monday. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. I'm excited. I hope you're excited, and I look forward to us getting started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. And, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and quit now. So until tomorrow, um, for me and mine, unto you and yours. <laughs> 